Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where two unusual friends explore all things friendship, relationships, and the Christian life. My name is Dina Constantine. And I'm Father Sean Burns. And each month we bring you a guest, someone who will share their experience and strengths with us, helping us to learn, grow, and to live life to the full. Welcome back to yet another episode of Living Fullness. Whether you're listening in through your earpiece, in your car or in your home, you are most welcome. We have a rather exciting guest here on the podcast today. Padre, would you introduce our guest to us? Yes, yes I shall. We have David Kennedy here with us. Hello, and, uh, Father, Stina. Welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's great to have you, Dave. Oh, thank uh, you. So, uh, Dave is... Uh, I've known Dave for a while now. How long have we known each other for, Dave? Oh, uh, like four... Four or five years. Maybe four or five years around that. Yeah. 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 Go way back, Father. We do indeed. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Dave, you study teaching at the Yeah, at study uh, teaching at Charles Sturt. Charles Sturt in your last year? In my last year, yeah. Excellent. But it's not any ordinary form of teaching. It's TAS teaching. TAS <laughs> teaching, okay. So, what TAS teaching is, it's kind of, it stands for Technology and Applied Studies. So, that high school teacher, like metalwork, woodwork, nice, nice. graphics, like technology, mandatory, or like anything to do with technology or working with your hands, that's what a TAS that's teacher that, does. Okay, yes. all right. The fun teacher. The really. fun teacher. Around. <laughs> yeah, that's the fun right. Teacher. That's right. Uh, we kind of got an advantage over the other teachers, like the English and maths. The students who are in our class actually kind of want to be there. They want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They yep. chose. So, I've got a lot of respect for like, English teachers. <laughs> I think I've got it when I have a bad day with it or anything. I think oh, at least I'm not an English. <laughs> at least I'm not an English teacher. An English teacher. <laughs> Sorry to any English teachers listening. You're doing a great All job. All the English teachers are like, well, <laughs> right, okay. I hope they're not like most of your listeners. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> just a total nod of respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yes, the respect uh, yeah. is yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. And uh, and you also work uh, fairly closely with. Um, Chosen Youth, which is a yes. local diocesan initiative. Yes. And uh, that was started back in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've, you've pretty much been a volunteer all the way through, really. Nearly. Uh, um, I wasn't there right at the start. Right. But um, my first experience with Chosen, I was at a 5.30 mass at the cathedral. Mm. And I can't remember the priest. And they said, oh, there's this youth group that's happening across the road. And I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll go check it out. I was first year out of high school. Sure. And, yeah, I just had a great time first night. People were lovely. Like most of my friends now, like the Gilroys, uh, mm. Claudia Pook, Jacinna, like yeah, all those sure, guys, sure. Um, they did an awesome job to begin with. And, yeah, I just wouldn't mm. stay a part yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Shout out to those good people who yeah. who, who <laughs> began that initiative and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah oh absolutely. yeah you give yourself your shout out there are you father ah. <laughs> oh that's right yeah father did yeah no, You're right, talking about the Gilroys and the Pooks here I was talking about the Gilroys and the Pooks I was I was I was not actually including myself among nah. that that's that's we know what you do for a living now yes uh, but what do you do when you're not working like what's your I play a bit of sport. As well, um, I play Aussie Rules. Uh, it's pretty big in my family. Mum always says there's like three Fs in the Kennedy family. There's family, faith, and footy. So footy's, <laughs> nice, footy's, nice. footy's a pretty big one. But no, I love my footy. I play 
for the CSU team over here. Cool. Um, and also like watching footy and sometimes I play a bit of golf here and again, you know, it can be a bit of a love-hate sport. Golf <laughs> uh, sure, can, be, sure. can be frustrating. I understand that. Yes. What do you mean? How could it possibly be frustrating? Uh, look, you know how you watch on TV, <laughs> they hit it perfect all the time. Well, in real life, you don't hit it perfect all the time. Um, I get so annoyed that in the end, I pick up the golf ball and I walk over to the green. And all my buddies like, no, no, you can't do that. Watch me. Watch me do it. Look, Father, yeah. I use the good old foot wedge here and again and kick it along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that doesn't look like a good lie. Oh, no, <laughs> oh Dave, you had a great shot there. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, dear. Now, one last little piece of introduction is that you are a cousin of one of my seminarians. Oh, yes, yes. Nicholas oh, yeah. Kennedy. Oh, oh yes. yes. Man the myth. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, now, at the start of this, before we, we sort of began recording here, yeah. you gave me a nickname. Flipper. I really hope he does stick out his seven years because I really want to call him Father Flipper. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. So what's with Flipper? Uh, so he got that nickname, from what I told from his brothers, is that uh, they live next door to a to a guy um, that was like really into motocross. Like he's one of the crusty demons, you know, like the trick people oh, yeah. and like they're doing flips and everything. And I think Nick was over there one day on his push bike and he tried to go up one of the big <gasps> jumps. And instead of like him staying on the bike, I think the bike flipped. <laughs> so since his bike flipped, they just gave him the nickname. Oh, nickname flip Flipper. Flipper. Aww. That's fantastic. All so right. feel free to use that one. Father. I shall <laughs> frequently. Yep. Father Flipper. Oh, Flipper. Hey, Flipper. Come here. Flip out, you're in trouble. Magnificent. So we might start then by talking a little bit, if you wouldn't mind, Dave, about your your story, like your your faith journey. You know, you said a moment ago that your family values faith. Yep. So were you always brought up within the faith? Like was faith always around for you? Were you always a Christian? Like what's your story when it comes to your relationship with Christ? Yeah, so I've been kind of lucky and blessed to be brought up. Um, both my parents were brought up in a Catholic household, a practicing Catholic household. Mm. So I guess it was kind of easy for them to both be on the same page of that and bring up mm. myself and my siblings. Um, always every night, right after dinner, we always had the schedule, you know, rosary right after um Dinner, you didn't really understand that as a kid. You're like, oh, you know, saying the rosary <laughs> again. And dad always would do a, a prayer with us in the morning. So it was very much Catholic mm-hmm. lifestyle uh, growing up. Um, Dad's a teacher. So I guess that's kind of a big inspiration there for me into becoming a teacher. Mum's mm-hmm. uh, a nurse. She worked nights literally for us kids. Wow. Um, so basically she'd look after us during the day mm. and then go work a whole night shift and she still does it to this day. Oh. So she's she's amazing what mom. A legend. Yeah, oh. she is a legend. Um I've got four other siblings, three older sisters. Um it was a bit hard growing up there. They used to <laughs> when I was when I was littler <laughs> than them, especially my sister Claire, she used to we shared a room there for a bit. I think she pushed me around a bit. <laughs> <laughs> You were on her turf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then I got a younger brother, Luke. Uh, he's five years younger than me, so I guess I dished out what I <laughs> copped from my sisters <laughs> onto him. He's done pretty well to withstand it over his time. But um, sure. No, nah, my siblings were great. They all brought their own kind of their own different perspective. I guess the word mm-hmm. I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle, the oldest, she was kind of 
you know, just the classic oldest child told us what to do, when to do, and obviously we didn't want to do it. <laughs> yep. Liz was kind of just off doing her own thing kind of thing, you know. She always liked to she, – she's the second one. She likes to challenge the authority of the first one. Claire was kind of just, you know, like at peace with everything, just cool to go along with the crowd. And then you got me, the annoying little brother kind of thing <laughs> and big brother. And then Luke was just, you know, the baby child because he was a bit younger than us. So sure. no, I had a really good um, upbringing mm. with my family, very lucky. And even discussing, like, you mentioned my cousin, like, even not just my siblings and my parents, but my aunties and uncles. Yeah, um, sure. Mm. I got a lot of cousins and aunties, uncles on my dad's side, and they're all brought up in the same setting as well. So I have a great family and also on my mum's side as well. Not as mm. many. There's only, there's like, there's like 30 on my dad's side and there's two on my mum's oh. side. So sure, sure. At, at family events, it's different atmospheres, but um, good atmospheres yeah. at both anyway. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, back to my faith kind of journey up to this point. Um, basically throughout like primary school and high school, I just thought, you know, going to mass was just all you needed to do to be a Catholic. Just yeah. tick the box, you sure, know, I fulfilled sure. my sub-day obligation. That's all I needed to really be. I can just do whatever I want outside of that. I knew like to pray the rosary and everything like that. But again, it was just to kind of tick off the box. And mm-hmm. I think where it really uh, changed for me was – 2016, so that's my first year outside of school. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I went overseas with my dad and two of my sisters, mm-hmm. and we went on holiday. So, yeah, going overseas, I went to London, Ireland, Scotland, Portugal, Italy, Germany. I'm trying to this make sure all I don't the one hit. Yeah, this is all, wow. all the one hit. Yeah, wow. very long time. So that was for the first half of the month. So we're over there for a month. Wow. Um, and for the first half of the month, we went around to those countries. And then for the last half was got to do with World Youth Day. Mum really ah. wanted me to experience World Youth Day. My oldest sister, uh, Michelle, she went on World Youth Day in Spain, what, 2011, I think it was. Did you oh, go on I, that one, Father? Uh, no, no, I wasn't there for that one. Uh, 2011, I was, I was still in seminary, 2011. Oh, okay, yeah. yes. Um, did you have any nicknames, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> I had lots of nicknames. <laughs> Not that he's going to share. Yeah, exactly. That's nothing, right. Nothing like Flipper. Um, <laughs> um, off camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you all later. Is we'll it keep <laughs> the mics on? <laughs> um, no. So, Mum really wanted me, and obviously Dad as well wanted me to go on that. Um, but it was awesome because even before the World Youth Day, we went. It was mainly for Dad, I think, because it was kind of. His big Europe trip, he'd never been to Europe before. Sure, sure. Um, and we went to like, main reason we went to Portugal was for Fatima and seeing all the sites there and, you know, Italy, Rome, like that's just the centre of like the capital city of our faith, Vatican City. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just funny just walking along the streets of Italy and it's like, oh, where do we go to mass today? Oh, this beautiful basilica painted by Michelangelo. We go to this <laughs> one over here that's painted by Raphael. And you come on here and we got... Oh, you're on Creek Church. <laughs> Whitewashed <laughs> walls and yeah, a small yeah. country church. Yep. yep. It was just so natural to everyone over there. Yeah. Like just these big, beautiful basilicas yeah. and you just they're like, oh. Like you're not even paying attention to the mass. You just <laughs> 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 all, all of a sudden those whitewashed walls of the small country church yeah, are looking yeah. pretty good eh? yeah, yeah. Yeah. we actually have to listen to your homilies father <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah World Youth Day was a big part of my faith journey and it got me seeing um, 
growing up as a practicing Catholic, I went to a Catholic school and obviously not many of my friends were Catholic. So you kind of think you're, you're very lonely. Like it's mm. almost like you're a dying breed. But going over to World Youth Day, I saw that you know, like Catholicism is still relevant, still massive. Like yeah. two yeah. million people at the final mass at World Youth Day and even at just one of the warm-up masses, I don't even know. If that was called, um, there was a million people still there. Yeah. yeah. So it yeah. made me seem like, no, the faith is still here. It's mm. still strong. And mm. it just made me want to find out more about my faith and go deeper into it. And I guess that's why I took the chance that night when I was at Mass just by myself at the 5.30 Mass thinking, oh, yeah, I'll check out this youth group. Yeah. And, mm. yeah, it's mm. kind of just taken off from there. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you sort of described there that you initially pre- the end of high school at least faith was very much if i just do these things yes. or, or this particular thing that i've ticked the box yeah i've ticked the box done what i need to go to the odd confession so, here yeah, and there yeah. sure yep. yeah sure. and then that's part of ticking the box exactly yeah, okay yep. so when it comes to your personal relationship with christ then what was that like during that space and what kind of change are we talking about since then like since your encounter with chosen and since your encounter with well do you stay and like what's actually changed there What's changed is, yeah, I'm going to use a Spider-Man quote here. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like since the environment, it made me realize the environment that I grew up in, I'm so lucky to be brought up in the faith. Like there's no good just putting this to waste. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. That's also one of the reasons I want to become a teacher, not just a Taz teacher, but a religion teacher as well. Mm. Um, someone that's passionate about the faith and hopefully that rubs off on the kids. Yeah, yeah, Hence yeah for the sure. youth work as well. For sure. Um, it made me realise the more I discover more about my faith, it makes me realise how much less I know about it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The more the yes. more I dive yeah. into it. Yep. Um, yep. And like I said, it's that, that res- I feel like I've got that responsibility thing. So I heard like so many great stories from people overseas and even in chosen youth where they were like brought up in atheist families and like mm. they had no they had nothing to do with like Catholicism or Christianity. Like they didn't even know who Jesus was really. Yes. And like even where families where they resented it and hated it. Yeah. yeah. And still they found the faith. And I found mm. that amazing. And I almost think like, oh, I've had it I've had it easy. Yeah. Like if I was in their situation, yeah. would I would have got there? Like Yeah, sure. And that's sure. why I feel that kind of responsibility. Like mm. I I gotta do something with it, don't I? Mm. Um mm. as for my relationship with Jesus, um, we're always working on it, you know, our relationship yeah. with Jesus. Yeah. And it's just that want to become closer, to be more like him. So yeah. I don't yeah. live that every day. <laughs> As I said, I'm, I'm going to continue working on it. But um, yeah. that's kind of like, yeah, what my relationship's coming, just realising that responsibility and wanting to mm. pass that on. Mm. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a key word there is relationship, that, that you know, faith often moves from a, a concept of box ticking to relationality yeah and and you know um the difference between the box ticking and 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 a genuine faith is that relationship mm. uh is is that relationship with jesus christ so uh yeah that, that's 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 beautiful yeah. yeah yeah it also sounds a bit like you've almost found like a gift that you feel needs to be passed on to other people you talk about this responsibility that you have for something that you've experienced or mm. encountered or come to understand and and then needing to be able to give that on like to be mm. able to pass that on mm. either through mm. witness or 
you know, however, through your teaching, like... Yeah. Everyone has that gift, though, I feel which, like. Which not ultimately, just, it's, it's a response to grace, isn't it? You know, it's... Yeah. 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 But I feel like, yeah, that World Youth Day was kind of a big starting yeah. Instrumental yeah. moment. For yeah. Sure. And even on that trip, like, if you ask my siblings, I was annoying to begin with on that <laughs> on that trip. Like, I think it was the jet lag getting to me because, oh, like, sure. we we're, were in London and, like, it was awesome. Like, seeing Lord's Cricket Ground, that was, like... It was, not like going to the Vatican, but it was pretty close. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was up there. Like, it's the home of cricket. Like that was awesome to see the ashes and everything. But I was like tired of jet lag and I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to do anything. I just want to lay in bed. And then, yeah, it was a really wake up call that World Youth Day. And literally Pope Francis said, don't be a couch potato. And I was, <laughs> even that, even that, even that was pretty funny, that story, because You'd know this far. They had like radios at, at like the big gatherings because obviously Pope Francis is speaking in Italian. Sure. And these radios like translate. And only, like probably one in every 10 people there had like one of those radios. And what normally people do, you like gather around these people in the radios. And I, I was listening to an American dude. And it was just funny hearing him. Like you'd hear Pope Francis like speaking Italian over and you're just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. And then the American would like translate listening to the radio. Oh. And it was just funny. He said, yeah, don't be a couch potato <laughs> in the American accent. <laughs> so, yeah. It's the most Australian American accent I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I used to think I was pretty good at accents, but I'm not, no. Yeah. All right. Steve, do you want to take this next question here sure love to um be easy on me so (laughs) (laughs) we talked a little bit about this day before we started recording and given that we're on the living fullness podcast what's something that you think like an aspect or something in our lives that you think is important for us to have in our lives in order to be able to live life to the full the easy answer there is faith. Like faith is just the foundation for mm. everything. But I feel like to live a full life, it's you can't live it alone. I feel like we, we're not on this earth just to be alone. It's to really have a full life is to live it with the people that we love and surround us. I feel mm. like that's so like family, friends. I feel like that those people there really make it a full life. Main Faith, the number one, like mm-hmm. Christ gives us a full life, but also the people around us make it a full life as well. Yeah. Mm. That's what I'd say. Even our faith is relationship. And so like just extending that onto what you're saying now is that you're also talking about and relationship with the people Mm. around you as well, Mm. which, which is beautiful. Can you expand a little bit more about why it's so important that we have people around us or, you know, like who, who are you talking about when you say having, having those relationships around us, making us live a better life and living life to the full? Well, I feel like those relationships, they shape who we are as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm using a lot of quotes here and I'll use Father Sean's quote. He, he, I actually listen to you, Father, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> um, Father Sean always says, shows me the five people you hang around most and that paints who you are. So okay. uh, they just have a significant influence even on our life, the people we surround ourselves mm-hmm. with. And Mine in particular, I'd have to start with my parents. Yeah. Laid, yeah. Laying down that foundation of faith. Even dad always says just because, you know, 99 people in the room are doing one thing doesn't mean you have to do the other. And yeah. mm. he always says that, you know, don't go, don't just go with the grain, eh? go yeah, against yeah. it, you know. Yeah. Every relationship you can take positives. They're just not all negatives. Mm. But yeah, that's kind of what I get from relationships, yeah. 
it's also picking those people you surround yourself with. And I feel like a big one is you surround yourself with people that bring out the best of you, like the best in you. Mm. So they're not just there for like the laughs and banter and everything. They actually care about, you know, Mm. what, who you are as a person and they want what's best for you. I realise that, especially like those first couple of years out of high school. Um, Like I do have, I still got great friends from high school and I have a catch up with them every now and again. Yeah. Um, And I know the really good ones is where, you know, if I stayed over at their place, I'd have to say, look, I got to get up for mass tomorrow morning. And then some would be like, oh yeah, whatever kind of thing. Sure. But others, you know, I'd, I'd meet there where his dad went with to mass with me, you know, oh. like yeah, in sure. the morning, and they sure. made yeah. sure, like, "Hey, Dave, you're right getting to mass," kind of thing. Oh, like wow. those, how you know, yeah, those yeah. how you know, like the really good people. Yeah. They actually care. Yep. Like, yep. Mm. Um, they might not like agree everything with you, but they still have your best mm. interest, and they yeah, know for sure what you believe in, what's best for you. Um, sure, sure. So I think that's the best thing, and I realize that I want to surround myself. The older I get, the people that bring out the best in me. So, main one's faith. So that's why I surround myself a lot with family and even friends from chosen youth, and even the person I'm dating as well. You know, to bring out the best in me. Yeah, so, sure, sure. Um, yeah. Mm. Very good. Uh, the 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 question that kind of flows, I think, from what you've just said there, because you know you're talking about how you'll have friends who have your best interests at heart but they may not necessarily agree with you mm. on those other things. And so it, it kind of brings out a question of, well, should they all be, should they all be Christian or is there a room for, um, uh, for friends who have a different worldview? How would you? Oh, there should be definitely room. I feel like for, they don't all, I'm not just saying like, forget all the non-Christian <laughs> friends. Like, <laughs> literally one of my best friends, uh, right from, I've known him since, I was born basically like he's been my closest friend like he's you know he doesn't really have much faith there but he knows how important it is to me yeah sure and he still he grew up a little bit in the faith but um I just try when I'm around him I just try and live it through example like Mm -hmm. and give him I know show him like my happiness comes from my faith like that's the foundation of it yeah for sure but uh, so with those non-Christian friends, um, you like I said, you can take positives and negatives out of them sure. all the time. I feel like the ones that you surround yourself close, there's like almost like a, I don't know, a different layer to your friends. Mm. You know, like okay. ogres okay. have layers. Ogres <laughs> have layers. <laughs> well, you have like layers with your friends. So yeah. your first layer is like your family, your close ones, and mm. then – your next ones, I guess, are like your your best friends kind of thing. Sure. And I guess the farther layers out is the less influence they mm. have on you. Doesn't mean they can't have an influence, but I guess that's a good way of like explaining it. Sure, so, sure. Um, probably non-Christian friends, they wouldn't be in that first layer. Mm. They definitely have a layer of their own and you definitely give them the time of day. And like, I still got mates that, you know, that aren't Christian and I get along with great, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Would I go with them to like spiritual advice or anything like that? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but maybe I'm their friend because I can offer that spiritual advice in right. times of sure, need. They, sure. they know that um, if they have a serious issue, 
just because I'm one of the guys, they know I'm not going to laugh at it. If they really needed help, I can sit down with them and be like, uh, okay, I'm here to give you like some advice. Cause yeah. it's still that kind of that macho culture. Like don't talk about your feelings yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Yep. Um, yep. So even just sure. being that for them. So yeah, Chris, non-Christian awesome. friends, just, I think it's just that main theme of as long as they know they want what's best for you mm. and not just what they think is what's best for yeah. you. They know what yeah. you believe and everything. So yeah. Yeah. does that make sense? That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes yeah. a yeah. lot of sense. Yeah. 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 So someone yeah. who's sort of, or the people who know and understand what, what you want out of life and mm. are willing to support you yeah. to mm. be able to achieve whatever it is that you're, mm. you're you know, Trying striving to, for, yeah, and that sounds like a pretty full life, doesn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. those people exactly. that love you and want what's best for you. So that's right. Yeah. yeah, spot on. Yeah, and I think you know, there, there's a big word too. You know, the people who love you. I think that means that sort of a, it captures a, a lot, layer. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And so you've already mentioned there, you know, the types of people that you've um, already got in your life, but you know, your close friends and your family are in that first layer and, yep, yep. Um, and then moving out. But what kinds of things would you look for in your friends? Like in, in those different layers, you know, what, what would be some, some things that you might look out for? Initially just meeting people. I just like people who are just easygoing, just love to have a chat kind of thing. Mm. But going past that, you, mm. what you'd want to have a friend is probably loyalty and honesty, someone that's, you know, you hear the term like yes man and like you do get yes people in your life but you want mm. a true friend will tell you no yeah like yeah. if they know what's what's best for you yeah, yeah. they're willing to keep you on that kind of thing and tell yeah. you no um so I, I value like uh, yeah honesty and loyalty definitely in friends mm. and i think that's there's not much to it like I, i'm a pretty easy going guy <laughs> so, um <laughs> But uh, like those really close friends and that inner circle, those are the main two, I reckon. I'd yeah, sure. Those qualities sure. there. And I feel like it's similar with you, – you two are probably the same, you know, like with your friends, you probably, you know. Pretty well. Yeah. 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 Very much. Mm. It's, it's and they've got no good movie quotes as well, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a it's, – it's, it's sort of a uh, – it's, it's like a test – Exactly. <laughs> I'll mention the movie yeah. quote and yeah. if they don't catch yeah. on to it, yeah. nah. nah, get Sorry, out. No. <laughs> Not getting past this layer. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. You're yeah. in the yeah. outer layer. I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah. Don't know where that's from. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, all right. How do you think you can tell if you're not surrounded by the right kind of people? How do you think you can tell? Hmm. I guess it's figuring out whether they're using you or they uh, genuinely want to be your friend. I yep. remember your talk. I'm hearing a lot of your talks in this podcast. <laughs> the opposite. This, this is dangerous. <laughs> I know. It's also <laughs> very new. Yeah, you <laughs> um, kidding. Apparently, kidding, I've not said anything I'm worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> um, you did a talk on the opposite of love, and I remember going into that talk. Uh, the, the obvious one is like you think hate or something like that. Mm. But no, the opposite of love is use. Yeah. And I feel like you know a bad friend is if you're just the one giving the whole time. 
So say if you're the one message, you're the only one messaging like, hey, let's do something kind of thing. And they're like, sure thing. And you're the only one picking them up. And you can even use this one for like a dating relationship mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. kind of thing. If you're the one that's putting all the work and they're just using you, then you know that's yeah an unhealthy. Yeah. But if you kind of got that same way, like you're both showing interest in each other, yep. um, you both want to hang out, you're both putting in like the same load, then that's how you know you've got a good friend as yeah. well. I feel yeah. like that's an easy way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Of telling whether like you got a good or bad friend. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 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 That's some very practical criteria. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I like it. So we've talked about what kinds of things to look out for in other people. What kinds of things can we ourselves work on to be a better friend? Um. Going off what I just said, just making sure that you're – your friend isn't the only one that's just putting in a relationship. You're giving equally back. Mm. So you're messaging them back. You're making sure mm. you're replying. Um, also just being able to listen to them. Um, probably my friends say I talk a bit too much, <laughs> as you can tell on this podcast. Sure, I, sure. I butt in too much, but making sure you listen to you're, them well, as well. Well, in all fairness, just all yeah. in all fairness we, are, we do have you on here so that you will talk. So, yeah. so. I can make this the first three-hour so. podcast if you want, Carl. <laughs> um, People will never know because we will edit it down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll just be like, how Dave, bye Dave. That's the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, being a good thing, I feel like, it's it's just the good qualities and people just being able to listen, um, making sure you're giving equally back as what they're yeah, giving to yeah. you, um, and what I value in friends is just not taking every like you you know your serious moments, but not to take everything so seriously. You know, mm. I, like yeah. some kind of yeah. easygoing guy, so just you know enjoy the fun moments, but um, be there for the serious moments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so sure. does that does your answer there then sort of change if I if I slightly rephrase that question and mm-hmm. say what kind of things should we work on to be able to live life to the full in relation to all those other layers of relationships that you have so if we move beyond just friendship yep. the person that you might date or the close family relationships that you have does your answer slightly change then or do you think it's the, the exact same the same principles I think are there, like giving back as well, like mm. the same load and everything. And I'm not saying I'm perfect on it no, either. No, I, sure, uh, yeah, sure, sure, I'm sure. I'm shocking at it at times. There's probably p- times where people get sick of me because I'm I'm just I'm sometimes that couch potato that's just lying <laughs> on my bed going eh, whatever. And then, <laughs> we all have those days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, but going to like say like dating. Um, yeah, it's still those same kind of qualities that you're looking for, wanting to give, the listening, the probably like a bit more affection comes into it as well. Probably being more honest mm. when you're in that dating space because you're discerning, you know, whether you're going to become one with them, mm. especially in the Christian sense. So yeah. mm. I feel like you, there's got to be more talk about honesty there and yep. where your views are. Obviously that – that happens as the relationship goes on. But mm, mm. for the example that like I'm dating someone at the moment and like we're a lot more honest with each other, like talk about how we feel more than at the start. Like yeah, at the start yeah, we were course. just enjoying yeah. day, but like yeah. um, it like progresses and yeah, just yeah. It's just that honesty I yeah. think is a big mm. one, big difference. Isn't it interesting what you've just said there demonstrates 
the foundation for any importance, particularly particularly romantic relationship. You know, you've sort of said the the qualities are the same, mm. but there's a heavier focus, if you like, on certain things in the context of a romantic relationship. Definitely, yeah. That focus can only deepen if there is a a firm foundation in friendship first. Mm. Uh, and so I think what you've what you've yeah. really revealed to us there is the importance of good friendship, which precedes a healthy dating and courting life. Yeah, that that, that can then is then in a well framed position to move into married life. Mm. Mm. Yeah, to yeah. grow into yeah. something. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. You just made it sound a lot better. Than what I <laughs> I said no. no I, I just, I just summarised. That's all I did. I'm very co- uh, what's the word? Colloquial. Is that the word? Very, yeah. I always get that in my essays for you. <laughs> like you too much colloquial language. Use my academic. <laughs> so you're like my academic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your academic translator. Yeah, translator. Yeah. Okay. Next essay that I'm coming up, Father. <laughs> you see next to me. A bit of a final question. Um, mm-hmm. Where do you see your faith and your personal relationship with Christ fitting into what you've described about the kind of people we ought to be and the people that we need in our lives? Um, it provides, like, it's the greatest example. Like, Christ is the greatest example we're going to live our lives by, to love one another, just those foundations he set. So... I feel like what I try to emulate from Christ is just the way he lives, you know. Um, it provides, uh, again, that example of how to mm. live. Mm. Um, I also grab a lot from from saints as well. They're a great – Sure. They're awesome examples as well of mm. how to live. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, St. John right. Paul II, just the way he lived as well yeah. and his relationship with people that you hear. Even people – my dad had like a, a – he touched him for two seconds. My dad actually got to, he said, God bless you. And just yeah. even just this random Australian, because my dad was in Papua New Guinea at the time, he gave the time to say, God bless you. And yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, so yeah. Christ fitting into those relationships, he just, he provide. Christ just gives you everything, doesn't he? He just yeah. gives you that foundation of how to live and how you want to bring those mm. good experiences to people and, he yeah. show he gives you those foundations of what a healthy relationship is. So yeah, yeah, for sure. And for he sure. does it in all perspectives, like his relationship with his mother, his relationship with his father God, and his foster father as well with Joseph, mm-hmm. um, with his disciples who you could see as his friends. Yeah, to to strangers as well that he met along the way who performed miracles for, even with like children, like yeah. disciples were just trying to shoo him off, and he was like, no. Let him come in, and a lot of yeah. what I do is with you know younger people as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so we kind of see that uh, different perspectives there with Christ. Yeah, it's just the ultimate example, yeah. isn't he? That's so, pretty cool. And I've said example yeah. about fifty times Love in that though. time. No, no, but but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's you, it. you've you're done well. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Good mm. on you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, you know that Christ provides, as you say, he provides that example Mm. in every aspect of his earthly life. He provides the perfect example Mm. of who we are to be. That's brilliant. Mm. The formula's there. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's hard yeah. to keep to it though. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's 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 a challenge. The great news yeah. is that with Christ's grace, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah, yeah nothing's yeah. possible. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah, we had the saints who went before us. Hey, too right. Yeah, exactly. Too right. Yeah, yeah. They're their next step, aren't they? Yeah, like after that's it. Christ. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you for that, Dave. Mm. That was yeah. Ah, you're beautiful. Welcome. My cheeks yeah. are actually sore from grinning. Which <laughs> 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 is beautiful. No, thank you and. And thanks you for spending time with us today too. No, know, I love spending time with you guys. It's been, um, yeah. You know, when Dave says he, he doesn't do much, it's a, it's a lie. <laughs> how many times I had to reschedule. <laughs> no. Does this work, Dave? Does this work, Dave? <laughs> oh, I'm He's at school at the time as well. Then I'm at school holidays where <laughs> just lounging about and Thank uni holidays as well. Yeah. It's perfect, perfect. Thank you for giving your time. Break. It's uh, wonderful. No, it's awesome. Yeah. No. Yeah. So to finish up, we will do what we always do with our guests is to do a bit of a fun round. So oh, we're just no. going to ask you some random questions and you just tell us the very first thing that comes to mind. Far away. Right. I'm keen for this. Tea or coffee? Oh, coffee. Easy. Hey. Hate tea. Do you hear that, Bishop? Oh, hate coffee. tea. Oh, <laughs> coffee. All right. I've actually, actually got a funny story about tea. I'm not blabbing yeah, on. on. It was actually at World Youth Day. A lot, I discovered a lot about World Youth Day but about myself. So we're with the group. It's actually after the festivities and everything at Poland. I think we were in Austria. And uh, one of the girls, we're going for like lunch at a cafe. And one of the girls in the group said, Dave, you don't, I've realised you don't drink any coffee or tea or anything. Wherever you go to cafes, you just get like another beverage or something. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not really into coffee or tea. And she's like, right, I'll get you a tea. I feel like you really like tea. So I'm like, yeah, radio. I thought, oh, why not? My dad drinks a lot of tea. I think he has one every night before he goes to bed. Um, so she gets me a tea. And she's like, look, just have the first sip, see if you like it. And if you don't, just put like a teaspoon of sugar into it. It'll sweeten it up a bit. So I'm like, right, I take the first sip. Nah, nah, don't like it. <laughs> teaspoon of sugar. Take another sip. Oh, I don't think it's still for me. And she's like, well, keep adding the sugar. <laughs> so I was just on this, <laughs> it was sweetening up a bit. So literally, I just did this process of nut, sugar, <laughs> sugar. By the end of the tea, when I got there, it was just this massive pile of sugar <gasps> like at the bottom there. <laughs> and I was just like, nah, tea, nah, <laughs> not for me. No. And then the reason why I got into coffee is because I had mates that were like baristas and they just love coffee uh, and they got yep. me into it and I have it every day. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was like the speed round. Sorry. It's okay. It's, it's, okay. it's okay. Um, introvert or extrovert? Um. Probably if you ask different people, <laughs> you'll probably get a different answer. I like to say I'm mostly an extrovert, but I can be an introvert in certain situations, sure. believe it or sure. not. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you are trapped on a desert island. Oh, wow. And you can only have three things. What would they be? Um, a How to Build a Raft book for dummies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. nice. For dummies yep. book. Yep. yep. Um, oh. I want like something like fun or something like Bear Grylls would have on him. I'm thinking more Bear Grylls, so like a knife. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then, hmm. do you have like water supply and everything on this island, or you just got? Oh, I'm thinking too much into it. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> um. <laughs> it's not um, a five star island. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> Um, trapped, <laughs> trapped, trapped. Uh, um, I don't know. Probably like 
let's go with the Bible. It's got a lot of stories oh. and like, nice, I'll nice, be, okay. a good Christian, and I'll try and work out which day Sunday and read the gospel nice. and like, yep. Yeah. Nice, but there's nice. some good stories in the Bible. There, so there I've got is two there books is. and a knife. Two so. books and a knife. I like it. Great, I like great it. options, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you give me? Like a couple of days? It's okay. You'll be prepared for if you get trapped in this well. I'll, I'll burn the book, the how That's to do a raft book. There we go. Right. <laughs> what about if you had to pick one favourite sport? One favourite sport? Ooh. Why? I have to go with AFL because it's just the sport I was taught first and it's just, okay. it's like sure. ingrained, it's like a part of me. So, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. What's one thing most people don't know about you? They don't know about me. Um, probably back to the introvert and extrovert. So mm. like I said, you probably get different responses from people who are introvert, extrovert. Sometimes I can be uh, – like people, some people describe me, I'm very 100%. So if I'm in a really good, cheerful mood, I'm like um, – you can really tell sure. that. Um. Other times when I'm <laughs> in a not so good mood, <laughs> in it, like not that I'm rude or anything, but I'm just not so bubbly or anything. Yep. And some people that are close to me, they find out that I'm chill a lot of the time. Oh, not all the, not a lot of the time, but some time. And like, wow, I didn't know you were so cool, calm. <laughs> I thought you're always like this bubbly all the time. So yeah, yep. yeah. So yeah, I, okay. I can be. That's probably like with anyone though, really. Sure. Um, but yeah, I can be either way. And a lot of the time I've got like a frowny face as well, even when I'm like resting. So a lot of people ask me, are you, are you all right? Face. Yeah, nice. they're like, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm actually quite bubbly inside. Like, oh, yeah, I'm actually in a pretty good mood. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. um, what is your favourite quality in Friends? Um, oh, what did I say before? Probably, yeah, honesty. Oh, if not thinking so deep, just someone that just is easygoing, mm. likes for a good chat, mm. you know. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Nice. Uh, what's one thing people misunderstand about you? That Collingwood supporters have feelings too. <laughs> <laughs> they do. And then that, <laughs> and then that the toothless jokes and they say, oh, you're not a Collingwood supporter, you got all your teeth. <laughs> it gets old, you know. I've heard that one. <laughs> I'm an Essendon supporter. <laughs> yeah. so. Oh, well, Father. Exactly. Yeah. Our friendship just our ended. Friendship, that's that's yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we're people too. So. Yeah. <laughs> and last question. What inspires you and makes you feel like your best self? It, it goes back to my teaching occupation. It was during one of my placements um, and I was in a metal workshop and I was helping kids like, build this cube kind of thing. I was teaching them how to oxy-weld. So like melt, hmm. basically you melt metal together to create stuff. And I was teaching these kids how to oxy-weld and they were really scared because it looks pretty scary. You light it with the mm. flint and this big flame comes, mm. out of mm. the, comes out of the torch. I mean, the, the nozzle. And afterwards, when kids learned how to do that, um, they came up to me and they're like, oh, look at this, Mr. Kennedy and everything. So it was kind of just having that feeling that, I taught like I taught him that, and I was mm. so happy that I taught him that. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, it was kind of those moments where that feeling I, I helped someone achieve something yeah. they thought yeah, they couldn't. Cool. So. 
Oh, I guess that's why I like being a teacher. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely yeah. in the right Quality space of teaching oh, right there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's some quality stuff. That's epic. Good on you. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Dave. Oh, thank, thank you, you very much for Thank you, Stina. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's been an absolute delight to have you here. If you guys have enjoyed having Dave on the podcast as much as we have, make sure you share this video or share the podcast. Pop in your questions, thoughts and comments to us as well. Maybe there's a question you wish we had of asked Dave. You can let us know what that is. We'll see if we can forward it on to him. (laughs) But as always, until next time, know of our love and prayers. God bless.